Hi friend, I'm Riss. And I'm Nelly. And, and we're, we're Black, Black Girls Healing. A podcast created to encourage healing and self-discovery through honest and transparent conversation. <laughs> okay, so on today's episode, we're talking about who we are, why we chose to focus on healing, and just the importance of mental health overall. Mm-hmm. So let's get started. Let's get started. So, so who who are you? Who are you, friend? Um, I'm Riss, aka Clarissa. Um, I am, you know, uh, oh, now I'm stuck. Like, <laughs> now I'm stuck. I really hate doing this. I don't even know where to start. Um, so yeah, I am therapist. I am a social worker. I am a child of God, mm-hmm. <laughs> first and foremost. Mm-hmm. Um, I am, you know, a person on, on a healing journey in the process of healing. Um, and in a, a state of, I guess, transition, right? Mm-hmm. Um, transitioning into private practice. I am the founder and CEO of Black Girls Healing Company, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, right now, I feel like that that kind of sums up who I am. I feel like there's so other yeah, there's definitely other aspects, but I, I guess that'll come out the more we you know we talk and get into it. Yeah. But um, who are you, friend? Yeah, um, similar to my friend. <laughs> like literally, we're like the same person. Yes, but um, I'm also a Christian. Um, I am a disciple. Uh, been a disciple for about five years now. I am also a social worker, a therapist, mm-hmm. a person on a healing journey. Um, oh my goodness, I'm so many things. So many things. Uh, <laughs> so beautiful. Like, I feel like that's the beauty of it. Right. Right. So many hats to wear. Exactly. Um, so why healing? Why healing? Um, I know for me, mm-hmm. um, I... I'm healing because, well, honestly, one, I really just, I got tired of myself. I really got sick of myself Ooh. and my antics, and I was like, girl, you are high-key toxic, not even low-key toxic, um, and yeah, and so with that, I was just, I feel like propelled into this journey, and really, I want to be able to live my life in a way that is fulfilling. I want to live my life intentionally with abundance and I think healing is my like mode of transportation into that right like mm-hmm. that is the vehicle that I want to go through like that I want that I want to use to get to that place of like and it's not to say that I can't have like abundance and fulfillment and intentionality in my life until I'm healed because mm-hmm. I'll always be kind of like on some level of healing right but I heal so that you know I can experience life without like through the lens of just being like a well-rounded well-adjusted person Mm -hmm. versus viewing the world and other people and even myself through the lens of hurt um or just like negative experiences like I really felt like it was getting in the way of me having peace (laughs) like inner peace getting in the way of my relationships being as great as they you know could be getting in the way of me living up to my full potential. 
And so I heal, you know, for that reason, definitely for myself, first and foremost, so that I can be the best version of myself and and then be able to, you know, advance God's kingdom because I I believe Mm -hmm. I'm here for a higher purpose and I also heal for future generations, for my future children, God willing, I have me some babies. Um, And also for children that, you know, don't belong to me, for like the generations that come after me, I want to be able to pass down just a lot of wisdom and positivity and give them an opportunity to be well-rounded and well-adjusted because I got myself together first, you know? So, yeah, that's a little bit of why healing for me. What about that's you? That's a word, friend. <laughs> like, that's a word. I think the one thing that you said that stood out was, like, I was high-key toxic. <laughs> Not low-key toxic, high-key toxic. I think we always want to talk about how everybody else in our life toxic, but sometimes you got to look in that mirror and be like, the point in life, sis, you was a little toxic, too. Like, you know what I'm saying? What you did was a little toxic, too. So I feel, ooh, I should. I feel that one. <laughs> <laughs> but for me, like, healing or being intentional about healing came about um just as I I feel like as we talked about we're therapists right and so as therapists you become a healer also like what you're talking about like being a disciple right in many ways like that is also something that takes traits of uh, of being like a healer right you're leading other people um and in that you know I always say my mentor always tell me the healer can't get sick right like and not that the healer doesn't get sick but right you have to pour into yourself in order to help other people um, and so for me, it was really being intentional about like, oh, you, it's stuff in you that needs to be healed. It's stuff in you that needs to be addressed, right? For you to help somebody else, right? Um, and so for me, I think that that was the intentionality of it, right? Like just accepting the fact that we all have trauma from our past. We all have stuff that we've been through that kind of mold us into who we are. And it's okay to get help with that. Like it's okay to heal from that and kind of go on this journey. So yeah, for me, it's like, why not healing, right? Like, why not? Right. Like, oh, that's a much better question. Why not healing? Why not? I really love what you said about, you know, being a therapist, right, and being in the the healer role mm-hmm. uh, because that's definitely something that helped me level up because I think I started my healing journey um, really once I got baptized, I think before then I knew something was off and that I had just like wounds that, you know, I needed to recover from. And I started to get curious about like my behavior. Like I'm like, Mm. why am I responding in this way? Um, and then becoming a Christian, that was another level because I'm like, Hmm, everything that I'm doing and saying does not add up with God's word. Right. Mm -hmm. But I think being a therapist, because not every, we know, you know, some of, our friends listening might not be Christians. Mm-hmm. But being a therapist, I started seeing things in other people that resonated with me. And I could see why it was unhelpful yes. when they were doing yeah. it. I was like, um, oh, Check yourself, sis. Right. I was like, so you said what to your partner or to your mother, right? And the people that I was delivering services to. And then I'm like, but you do that. Like, you mm-hmm. do that. And so, yeah, I started learning through my clients just about, like, my own unhelpful thought patterns or behaviors, mm-hmm. like, you know, and, and really just taking a hard look at myself, which takes a lot of courage and a lot of humility, and it's it's not easy at all. But mm-hmm. I just love what you said about, like, you know, one, like, healing yourself. If you're going to be in this position of, you know, being along someone else's healing journey, then you have to be able to do the work yourself because I don't want to ask my clients or even friends to do something that I myself 
haven't tried and mm. haven't done, wouldn't do, Ooh. right? So I just love that point that you brought up. I can't tell you how many times I've been convicted where I'm like, oh, you just gave somebody else that advice, but did you take that advice yourself? <laughs> like, you just said X, Y, Z to your sister. You know, you just said, this is this and the third to your mama. Did you just take your own advice? Like, oh, that is so real. I think about, like, so for me, uh, the journey was a little bit different only because I swear I was going to be a lawyer. And, mm. and it was my actual therapist that was like, nah, like, I see it's something different here. Like, I think that you got something here or whatever. Um, and so for me, like, that getting sick of yourself, I think late in college, it was that getting sick of yourself. Like, this ain't working. Like, you spent, because I was a whippersnapper back in the day. So I was like, you spazzled at everybody. You try to fight everybody. You try to do this. Like, you need to, we got to calm down, sit down. Like, something ain't right here. Um, and it was really that moment of, like, being taken out of my comfort zone of what I know and seeing something different and being like, hmm, something right. We need to fix that, right? Like, that's what that healing was for me of, like, being able to accept and identify, like, this ain't, I don't want to say normal because I don't like normal versus abnormal, but it's like, this not right. This don't feel right. It don't resonate with your spirit for real, for real. So, like, let's figure out how to address this. Yeah, you know what's crazy for me? It... I've only recently started using the language healing. Like, mm. I didn't use that language in the beginning. Like, in the beginning, I was like, I need to change. Ooh. Like, I was like, I need to change. Like, I'm getting into all this conflict with people that I care about. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, I just was miserable. Like, I was, like, unhappy in my own skin and really getting in my own way. And I was like, I need to change. I need to change, mm-hmm. you know? And so I tried changing. Mm-hmm. And it, it really didn't work. For, like, the longest time, it did <laughs> not work. Um, and so I just, this shift to calling it healing instead of changing mm-hmm. has done wonders for me because it keeps me in the mindset of like things have happened to me mm-hmm. and I have learned certain ways of thinking and certain ways of acting mm-hmm. and I need to recover from that. I need mm-hmm. to heal from that, right? And unlearn that. And so it's not just about change, mm-hmm. right? Like if we have like actual physical wounds, you don't say like, oh, come here, let me change Let me change wounds. it, right, right. right? You say like, let me treat that. Let me heal that. Mm-hmm. And so I've started looking at my own mental and emotional well-being in the same way of like, no, I am I am healing from something. I'm, I'm recovering from something versus mm-hmm. saying like, oh, I need to change because I don't know. I just think that that kind of language kind of implies that there's something, something wrong, wrong yeah, with mm-hmm. me versus like, and you know, that's starting to gain popularity of like the what happened to you versus what's wrong with you yeah Um, but I think that that definitely happened for me on a a personal level and once I made that shift it just did a world of difference like I was able to give myself a lot more grace Mm -hmm. and that's when the 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 true transformation started to happen like the Mm -hmm. true healing started to happen and so I don't know I think healing I've been on this healing journey for some time now and it's probably one of the most important things that I've ever done and maybe even will ever do Mm -hmm. um and I don't know I just I needed to do it like I was like I'm tired of the same old thing yes um I wanted something different for myself and like I said even something different for you know my unborn children Mm -hmm. I'm just like all right all the stuff that's been passed down it it stops with me it ends with me and I don't know, I'm just passionate about it. And I think God probably just wired me that way yeah. to be passionate about it. Some of it I can't even take credit for. Most of it Most I can't even take like, right. Most of it be like, I don't know how I got here. It exactly. had to be God. I think on the other side of that too is like, for me, like the importance of doing this 
has been like healing out loud as well mm-hmm. because I think sometimes at least in my journey like I'm going on this journey of healing of discovering myself of you know um just taking a different route but I do it in quiet I do it in isolation I do it like not wanting to talk about it with people who know me right or who have known me and that willingness to like have those conversations out loud I do it with my we have these conversations all the time, mm-hmm. right? I do it with my girlfriends. I do it with, you know, people who I feel like are also on that same healing journey. But when it's a matter of, like, having conversations with people who knew you back when and being willing to, like, show up as your your healing self now, I feel like that's also very important. Because um, I think for a long time I tried to hide. Like, I'm healing, but I don't want nobody to know. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't want nobody to know that some days is rough because of this healing journey, right? Mm. I need y'all to feel like. Now, did you not want anyone to know that you were healing because, like, what, like, why? Was there, like, shame, like, oh, to admit that I have to heal is shameful? Girl, or, like, what was that's, it? that's the word. That's the word for me. If, if there is anything that I have I, been definitely riddled with in life, it's shame. Like, it's mm. this idea of, like, I, the thoughts of like shouldn't I shouldn't be like this I shouldn't be like that there's something wrong with me um and you know I don't know if our friends are familiar with the Enneagram right but that idea of like flawedness in me right um so there's something wrong I don't want nobody to, I don't want nobody else to know that there's something wrong right I don't want to be judged I don't want to be looked at in a certain way for there being something wrong as if I'm the one who did and like I'm not the one who right i'm like my words i'm getting my words messed up but it's almost as if you're i'm taking onus of what others have done to me right like um so is that shame of like dang i experienced this as if i'm the one who did myself wrong and there are situations in which i was wrong right um and i had to like address certain things but yeah i think it was definitely shame that came with like i don't want people to know that I, this is something that I have to go through or whatever the case may be. But after a while, I feel like for me, it kind of takes over you. Like it's, it kind of like the healing became so much a part of who I was mm. that there was no separating it. Like there was no mm. hiding it. There was no mm. like not showing it because it just became so much a part of me that I was telling everybody, like, I'm talking to everybody about it. Like, you need to go therapy. You, you ever heard of therapy? You ever, <laughs> right. Did you think about therapy? Like, I was telling everybody at a certain point because it's like, dang. Hmm. Therapy and Jesus. <laughs> like, those, those are, two, are the two things. That's therapy the and Jesus, that, man. Yes. And that is what worked for me. I know that that's not, you know, going to be the formula for everyone. Right. But, yeah, that definitely is what worked for me. And I just, I mean, I love what you said about healing becoming, like, a part of your identity so you couldn't even hide it. And it it prompted a thought in me. I, I was thinking, again, about, like, why healing? And I'm like, I want to know, I wanted and still want to know who I would be if I didn't Girl. have all of these unresolved Mm-hmm. You know, like mm-hmm. the wounds and and traumas. Like I'm like, who would I be? Like, who could I really be? I probably could be so dope. Like, yes. you know, like I'm like, I probably could be so dope if I wasn't walking around angry all the time, or if I wasn't walking around offended all the time, mm-hmm. um, or cutting people off at like the slightest thing. Like I'm like, yo, like who could you really be? And what could life 
really be like so that I mean that it just goes back to what I was saying about having a life that was fulfilling and abundant yeah. you know and and peaceful I saw this meme that says something about like what if your personality is really like all of the traumas and things that you've gone through in life and that's how it's manifesting like who would you be if all those things were not you know a factor or you addressed all those things and it was like dang like you know what I'm saying like, that's valid so that's actually a thing and we'll, we'll probably have an episode about trauma because we're throwing yes, the word trauma out there a lot you know um assuming that you know what we mean Mm -hmm. but just really quickly there's a such thing called a trauma shroud and the best way I can describe it is if like you have all of your personality traits right Mm -hmm. so maybe you're outgoing outspoken Mm -hmm. um maybe you like to sing and dance or whatever else the case may be and then you start to experience all of these painful stressful things Mm -hmm. and it covers up all of those parts of your personality Mm. you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. and so it's like you're under there somewhere yeah but it's shrouded by the negative experiences that you've had so that's why healing yeah (laughs) that's why healing to get up under all those negative experiences Mm -hmm. and to the root of like who we actually are yeah and I, i mean i honestly personally just believe that this might sound corny and cliche, but I really believe the world could be a much better place if we all took Ooh. ownership of our healing and decided that we were going to do it and we mm-hmm. were committed to it. You know, because I'm just agree. like, you know that saying, like, hurt people hurt people? Yep. That's really a lot of what goes on in the world. And I'm like, if we all just committed to our own personal healing, mm-hmm. do you know how... I what mean, this would look like? Oh my goodness! Mm. I don't. Sometimes I just get like, if only, right? <laughs> like if only, and but it's and as much as on the other side of that, right? Um, a thought that I just had, like as much as I would love to to know like who I would be if not for these negative experiences. I also am who I am because of right. Like mm-hmm. there are also you know parts of your character that is kind of built sometimes through right like experiences that aren't ideal right does that mean like oh i hope we all go through trauma like no but right like that's the part of life we all had this all ups and downs and goods and bads um that kind of mold us into who we are so would i be someone that's so willing to help other people if not for the fact that i had gone through Things where I need to, I just needed somebody and nobody was there. So I'm going, so I'm like, I'm going to be that person there for somebody else, right? Who, who I didn't have. Um, so in a way, it makes us who we are in a good way, but it also adds on those like negative aspects that we end up having to work through later on down the line. And that's the, and that's the thing, right? Mm-hmm. Because I think that unpleasant negative adverse experiences are just inevitable yeah that's life right like you can't have light without having darkness Mm -hmm. like you know what i'm saying and so it's not a matter of like oh nothing like you said like oh i just wish nothing ever happened to anybody because it's just like that's what's gonna happen is life it's inevitable it's a part of the human experience that you're gonna go through negative things and i agree that those negative things you know usually tend to make us 
who mm-hmm. we are, for better or worse, right? A lot of <laughs> right. Times. But it's just our response to those things. Like, that's what I was like, Ooh. yo, I need to change how I'm responding to what happens. Like, the way I respond to what happens to me needs to change. Yeah. I need to change the narrative. I cannot change what happened. That's always going to be the case, right? Mm-hmm. Like, you can't go back in the past and, you know reverse whatever happened but Mm -hmm. the way I respond to it now in the present that's what I can change and that's that's what I wanted to see like I'm like who who could Nelly be if she responded differently to the hurtful things that happened to her and look at what's come out of it right just wanted to share things with other people to click in just on a certain level with people who've been through similar things Mm -hmm. and, and even you know leading up to wanting to do this uh so yeah I mean Healing. There's, I could go on and on about why, why healing, healing or why not right. healing, right? We need it. Like, it's needed. It's necessary. Um, I think okay. so. I absolutely think so. Listen. And I mean, so it kind of all ties into the importance of mental health, right? Mm-hmm. We're both... We're both clinicians, chocolate clinicians. Yes, you know? so we might be a little bit biased. <laughs> <laughs> right, but I mean, why do you think mental health is important? So, because there's, and do you see it as synonymous with healing? Oh, that's a good question. So, which part do you want me to answer? I'm going to answer why do I think mental health is important Okay. First. The reason why I think mental health is important, specifically for black people, right, and, like, people of color, is the fact that um, I feel like for so long we we have labeled one another by one thing or other. That person's crazy. That person's mm. this. That person's violent. That person's that, right? And not taking into, a, like, account the experiences, not even just individually, but collectively, right, that we've all experienced, the generational curses and patterns that have been passed down without being able to put a name to it or being able to know how to address it. So the reason why I think mental health is important is because one, it helps us to put a name to what it is that we're experiencing. But two, it also gives that avenue to like address these concerns so that we can see a change. I feel like every generation wants to make a change, wants to see some kind of change in one another. Right. Um, but if you don't address the mental component of like the things that you've experienced and that has happened to you, then how, where does that change come from? Right? Like you, you can't really make a change unless your mindset begins to shift. And I think that that's where the mental health part comes in. Right. It's that shift in, in perspective, that shift in mindset, that being able to see something um, in a different way and that knowing that you can deal with things differently versus like the way you know like we've always done it this way right Mm -hmm. it's that that knowing that things can be different um and kind of going back to what you were saying earlier like if we want something better not not necessarily for just our own children but the children to come Mm -hmm. right there there has to be um a sense of like addressing you know our mental health our emotional like so many of us are emotionally like um stunning Mm -hmm. right don't know how to deal with your emotions. Don't know how to show them. Emotions are not a bad thing. It's, mm-hmm. it's how we deal with them. How we, you know, address things that make us feel emotional. Or, like, the lack of, like, even wanting to deal with emotion at all, right? Shying away from it. Pretending like it's not there. And then what that does, right? Um, so, I think that was a very long-winded way <laughs> of answering your question of, like, 
why mental health is important mm-hmm. to me. But that was beautifully said. What was the second part? So beautifully said. It, like, if it's, do you see it as being synonymous with, with healing? healing? Yeah. Or, or what's the connection? I feel like it? it's like a Venn diagram. I feel like mm-hmm. there's an overlap, but it's not necessarily synonymous. And this okay. is this is why I say that. Mm-hmm. And this is hot off the press because I'm currently <laughs> walking through it. Right? I feel like in the past I've done therapy and I've gained tools to address mental health concerns that I have, right? So I'm going to give you an example. You have anxiety, right? You go, you get help. You have tools to address the anxiety, right? That is the mental health aspect. I think the healing is getting underneath of it and saying, what is the root of this? Now let's like really address all of the things that are going on, all of the things that have happened that is causing it to manifest in anxiety right Mm -hmm. and so to me that's why i say i feel like it's a venn diagram right it's like i feel like you can address mental health concerns and not heal like and not actually heal them you can know that they're there you can know that they exist you can know that it's going on and not actually take steps toward healing Mm -hmm. what's going on right Mm -hmm. so there's a knowing and an awareness and then there's a doing and an addressing that takes place and i feel like that is where they overlap, right? That is the difference for me in the way that I look at it. Yeah. So, yeah. No, that makes a lot of sense. That makes a lot of sense. I think I I can answer both questions at the same time because I see mental health as being like the umbrella mm. that healing falls underneath. Like, and, and I love what you said about like healing is the doing. So I see mm-hmm. healing as like the verb. You know what mm. I'm saying? Mental health is sort of like the concept, for mm-hmm. lack of a better word. Mm-hmm. So just like how we have our physical health, mm-hmm. right? Our physical health is this like broad concept. Mm-hmm. And then if we were to say, oh, I'm healing or I'm covering from a cold or I'm healing from surgery, right? Mm-hmm. That falls under our physical health. And that's how I view healing and mental health. Is that mental health is that broad term that we just that. use to describe that part of our being Mm -hmm. and then healing is just one it's just a verb right Mm -hmm. it's it's the doing like you said that falls underneath and so i the mental health is important to me because i see it in the same way that i see physical health Mm -hmm. you know and i know that there are a lot of us who don't prioritize our physical health so it can be very challenging to tell someone like Prioritize your mental health when physically we might not even be taking care of ourselves, right? Mm-hmm. But I see them as equal. I don't think of physical health as more important than mental health or mental health is more important than physical health. They're mm-hmm. on, For me, they are on the same level. Mm-hmm. And if I want to take care of this temple, right, if mm-hmm. our bodies are temples and I want to take care of it, that means that I have to cater to and nurture my physical well-being as well as my mental well-being and so i think that mental health is just important because i'm a human being with a mind Mm -hmm. with emotions and i need to make sure that i'm taking care of those things if i leave it to chance i'm in trouble like you know like i truly believe in being intentional about those things and it's about it's like leaving my health to chance if i left Mm -hmm. my health to chance maybe i wouldn't come down with something maybe i would but it's Mm -hmm. too much of a risk right i would much rather be proactive about my health be you know exercising eating right going Mm -hmm. to regular checkups things like that than to just leave my health to chance and be like oh whatever happens to me happens right Mm -hmm. and so i see my mental health as the same way like i'm not gonna leave it to chance like it's a part of my being yeah it's a part of like 
me as a human, right? And so I just, I don't know. I just think it kind of goes without saying that, like, yeah, I'm going to look after my mental health in the same way I look after my physical health. And then, like I said, the healing is, is the verb part of it, and it kind of falls under the umbrella of mental health. I love that. I'm, I'm also, like, you made me, I had a thought when you were talking, and it's like our physical health, like, for the most part affects us, right? Like, us taking care of our physical health, what we eat, what we if we exercise, all that, for the most part, it only affects us. But our mental health takes it a step further. Yes, it affects us, but it affects other people too, right? It affects how we show up in life as well. So, yes, it's just as important um, as our physical health, right? Um, because it affects our relationships. It affects every aspect yeah. um, of our life and that's a big deal. Like, But you, I mean, but what you said, oh my gosh, it's so powerful because our, they, our physical health affects those around us as well, right? Like how many times have you heard of, you know, couples who are having conflict mm-hmm. because one of them has a physical, physical ailment, yeah. right? That might be getting in the way of their relationship in some way or another. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's their intimacy. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe it's, you know, the one partner being able to help around the house, mm-hmm. right? And so... Or even just, like, the emotional pain that our family members can experience when we don't take care of ourselves, ourselves. physically, right? Yeah. I just, I so I'm reading Becoming by Auntie Michelle Obama mm-hmm. right now, and <laughs> I'm almost done. I'm really reading this memoir so slowly, y'all, but <laughs> I'm loving it. And she talked about how her dad, who had MS, I believe, mm-hmm. never went to the doctor. And it was just, like, he was getting progressively worse until the point where there was nothing they could do for him anymore mm-hmm. and like do you know how much like that is so painful yeah As his family i can't imagine the pain they experience like because you just i know you gotta have thoughts like dang if he would adjust yeah or if he could adjust like you know what i mean and mm. so i think they they both affect the people around us tremendously I but i get what you're saying just about like the mental health, because it, it spills over in a way mm-hmm. that can be different from your physical health. So mm-hmm. I definitely, I get that. Oof, and that also, that our way. physical health can affect other people's mental health. Ooh. Like, mm. I think about, I think about, you know what I'm saying? When you have children who who grow up with sick parents and they, they have to take on that, mm. that almost like paternal, you know, is like almost a switch in roles where yeah. now I'm taking care of my parent mm-hmm. and then how they usually show up in relationships and friendships and life, either as caregivers to everyone or wanting to be cared for because, yeah. you know what I'm saying? So, yeah. like, that can definitely, like, our our physical health can definitely affect someone else's mental health yeah. um, in that way. So, yeah, like, it's all intertwined and interconnected. There's no, like... Because it's all a part of the the human experience at the end of the day. And so what I hope to do with, you know, just us doing Black Girls Healing and and talking to you, friend, who is listening, is just Mm -hmm. to be able to invite you on this healing journey that we're on, to be a part of your healing journey. Like, I Mm -hmm. am such a, a huge advocate for healing within community mm-hmm. um it, it can already feel so lonely mm-hmm. um and so isolating when you are healing and i think that it's just encouraging to be able to walk alongside others who share the same values and who are trying to you know what i mean just yeah. like 
like level up in the same way and so I really just hope to just have like like we said like transparent conversations authentic conversations Mm -hmm. to not only for us to be able to help another person who might have started this healing journey or maybe maybe you haven't started yet Mm -hmm. but also so that we can get help because we don't we don't know it all you know like we definitely we're learning as we go and I think that one of our gifts is that we're committed. We're committed to this because it's hard. Mm-hmm. Healing is so hard. Mm-hmm. Um, no matter what it is that you're healing from, whatever is going on, it's, it's challenging. And so I think the thing that I love about us is that we're committed to doing the hard work. Yeah. Because <laughs> it is. It's like another job. It's exhausting. It's, it is exhausting. <laughs> it it's like, cool. It can be. And it's also equally rewarding um and i i think we haven't even seen the full fruit of our labor just yet like it's probably going to be like years to come and we'll be like dang look at what came out of right me making that decision to good feel exactly Mm -hmm. you know and so i just want to be able to just have like really foster a community of yeah black girls healing (laughs) i i think for me like what i want to what I want to provide is, like, others feeling seen. Yes. I know that helps me. Like, when I when I hear somebody talking or saying something, I, I feel seen in that. And it's like, okay, I'm not by myself. I'm not like, crazy. You know, I'm not crazy. <laughs> I'm not by myself. Like, you feel that way too, right? Like, that confirmation is sometimes needed. Um, because, like you said, Helen can get lonely. It can get, like, you can be in your head sometimes, right? Um, and so I know how important it is to just, feel seen to feel understood um and so that's what I'm like hoping to be able to give and to be able to provide for others um and just like knowing that it's okay that this ain't always cute like Mm -hmm. you know I feel like sometimes we think healing and mental health and it has to be like yoga and meditation and it's just so cute all the time and it's like some days I don't want to get out the bed like you know what I'm saying because it was like ooh that therapy session was rough (laughs) it was rough it took a lot out of me I just need a day right and that's okay too um so yeah I just want to normalize right like being okay we're not always being okay Mm. right normalize the fact that the healing journey it's hard some days. It's a roller coaster. It's up, it's down, right? Um, and enjoying it, right? And yeah. accepting it and knowing that something greater is gonna come out of it later. Snaps, amen, friend. You know what I'm saying? Ooh, you know what? You just really made me think too that I'm I wanna be able to also speak to the person who doesn't think that they've had anything traumatic happen to them because mm. i know Ooh. i even experienced this like well your childhood wasn't that, that bad. bad like you know like your mother wasn't on drugs like, right you always had food to eat clothes you on your bag a place to live right mm. and so we can start to minimize what we've experienced because we'd be like well was it really that bad mm-hmm. and so i think that that's the beauty of healing is that it's subjective mm-hmm. like you can absolutely heal even if you haven't experienced you know what you would define as something that was like super traumatic um Mm -hmm. you know what I mean like if you didn't experience childhood abuse or a parent with a mental health diagnosis like you can Mm -hmm. be healing from anything anything that wounded you emotionally and mentally and so I I definitely want to be able to speak to 
you know, the woman or the girl who is like, well, you know, nothing really bad happened to me, but I just have like negative feelings and, and unpleasant thoughts mm-hmm. or unpleasant feelings and negative thoughts as to how I should have said it. Um, good. Yeah, you know what I mean? Because yeah. you don't have to have had some crazy adverse experience. Trauma happen. is not one size fits all. Right. In order for you to heal from something. Mm-hmm. And sometimes we, we you know, got to heal from things that happen to us as adults. Whether Ooh. And it can be anything. Whether it be relationships that ended, friendships that ended, mm-hmm. jobs that we didn't get. I mean, there's just so many things that happen to us as human beings. So, yeah, I definitely want to be able to... Every, all are welcome. All I think are that's welcome. what I'm, what I'm yes. getting at, right? Yes, all are welcome. Definitely. Like you said, whether you're on the journey, whether you ain't started the journey yet, whether you don't feel like you need the journey, <laughs> right? Like, all are welcome. I think there's something for everybody to really be able to get out of it. Absolutely. Um, at least that's the goal here. Right. Um, just a bunch of black girls just... Coming together, right? Girl time. Girl time. Right? You know, it's needed. we're talking about some you know, like <laughs> things that need to be addressed and mm-hmm. talked about. We're going to have fun, but we're also going to be deep. Yes. And yeah. Go there. I, I also want to normalize vulnerability. Because mm. I feel like sometimes, especially as black women, like it's like we got to be so strong. You know what I'm saying? And so I also want to normalize like being able to feel vulnerable enough to talk about those, those you know, topics that don't always feel comfortable or that, you know, aren't e- always easy to talk about. Like, mm-hmm. it's okay to be vulnerable in a safe space. Yeah. Let me, yeah, let me, important. let me put that in a safe space. So that's another goal to create a safe space. Right. Yes. And um, just like healing happens in community, oftentimes hurt, hurt happens does in too. community too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In so. communities that's supposed to bring healing sometimes too. So mm-hmm. I'm just saying. Just saying. That's for another day. That's for another day. Okay. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. That was just one sound. My Bible say beware of false prophets. So uh, <laughs> just say it. But no. That would sound like you like, really had. So that's what we're here for. Of. That's definitely what we're here for. Uh-huh. So uh-huh. Yeah. How you feeling, friend? I'm I'm feeling I'm feeling excited. I'm feeling hopeful. Um and maybe even just a little bit anxious, but like mm-hmm. it's like a, a good a good anxious. I just really, yeah, I'm ready to have conversations and to learn from, mm-hmm. you know, others and to be able to share the things that I've been lucky enough to learn. So, yeah, I'm feeling excited, hopeful, and a little a little anxious, but, like, the good anxious. Yeah, I got that. What about you? You know I'm always feeling anxious, but <laughs> <laughs> I'm learning that anxious and excitement Two sides of the same coin, right? Mm. It's a matter of perspective mm-hmm. and how you look at it. Mm-hmm. So, you know, definitely feel a little anxious. I'm feeling accomplished right now. Um, this Getting here wasn't easy. No. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> it was a journey. Um, so definitely accomplished. But I, I feel like overall, I'm just feeling grateful. I feel grateful in this moment um, for what is to come. Not even for what I have right now, but yeah. like for what is to come out of all of this. Like yeah. And just knowing that. Jesus is going to show up all up and through here um, and just, like, really make a difference in what we're doing. So, mm-hmm. yeah, that's how I'm feeling. Okay. 
And what tips, if you could leave our friend Mm -hmm. with at least two to three tips for starting their healing journey. Yeah. What would you, what would you say? My first tip is always get a journal, start writing some Mm. stuff down because we process things differently when we write it out and stuff will hit you that, you know, you never thought about before when you just sit down and really start to reflect. So Mm. my first tip would be like, sit down and write something down, right? Get a journal, write it out. Um, My second tip would be, honestly, do some research. Like, you know what I'm saying? We have Google. Like, do some... Right, thank God. Like, it's so many platforms on social media where, you know, people are talking about mental health, people are talking about healing, right? Like, so do some research to see, like, what resonates with you, what doesn't. Um, And I will also say... A third, a third one. Ooh, this is a good question. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> a, a third, t- okay. A third tip that I think that we don't do enough is to sit with ourselves, mm-hmm. like in silence, without distraction, mm-hmm. without your phone, without you know what I'm saying. Just find a, a place without anyone else, and just to sit with yourself and see what comes up, and not to shy away from what comes up. You know, I think sometimes like we can kind of avoid those like those negative emotions or those emotions that kind of make us feel a little bit uncomfortable, but just like see what comes up there. And that's where your healing journey begins. Mm. You know? Wow. Yeah. Oh my gosh. That was beautiful. How about I'm throwing it back to you? Oh my goodness. I honestly, I would have said the same exact things. Definitely journaling. Journaling for me has, I have been journaling since I was like, maybe like 13, Mm -hmm. like 12, 13 years old. And it helps. It really helps, to, you know, for self-reflection. Um, and then you get to go back and see patterns. You don't know how many times I've read Ooh. old journals. And I'm like, oh, wait a second. Wait, wait a minute. Oh, I was, I, I was struggling with this in 2015. Right. Like, you know what I mean? And just seeing, okay, so this is something that is a pattern for me. Mm-hmm. So definitely journaling. I love that you said that. Doing your research, using the resources that are out there. We have mm-hmm. access to so much these days that people didn't have in the past. So, yeah, all three of your tips. The only things that I could even add because those were just like i mean i love those tips the only other two things that i might add is just like one being honest with yourself mm-hmm. like being courageous enough being brave enough to be honest with yourself and say like mm-hmm. i do have some healing to do you know yeah. i think that's that's really a first step is to just say listen there's something going on here that mm-hmm. i need to look into and then the other thing that i would add is to fail at it like Ooh. you are going to fail at it time and time again. You don't know how many times, like I said, that whole pattern thing, yes. right? How many times <clears throat> I've been like, man, I was here already. We talked about this already. I learned this thing. And when you're trying to apply what you're learning, cause there's a diff, there's insight doesn't automatically equal change, yeah. right? Like insight. Mm-hmm. I have this like formula that I made up insight plus action Mm. equals change right because insight alone although it makes you feel really good you can feel like when you when a light bulb goes off you can feel resolved almost Mm -hmm. even though nothing has changed right and so if you want to get to that point of changing you have to actually take some action so it's insight plus action and so i think knowing ahead of time that you're going to i guess like relapse for lack of a Mm -hmm. better word like you're gonna find yourself 
um, operating out of old yes wounds and Definitely. you know old habits starting to come back up. So mm-hmm. yeah, those are my other two tips for anyone wanting to heal is to be honest with yourself, be brave enough to be honest with yourself, mm-hmm. um, and also know that you will fail and that's okay yes my professor used to say we don't do right or wrong we do familiar right like Mm. that's a a human trait to do what we're familiar with so it's gonna take a little bit time to unlearn some stuff i love that yeah and practice makes progress yes that's something i stole from skillshare i love saying that instead of saying practice makes perfect perfect, because none of us are perfect and that's that's the beauty of this life thing you want to pray us out sure so for anybody who wants to stick around for our prayer, you can. We totally understand if that's not your thing. Mm-hmm. But we do want to just pray for you, friend, and for us. Heavenly Father, God, thank you so much, Lord, um, just for this time to just sit as just girlfriends um, talking about things that you place on our hearts, things that you have made important to us, Lord. Thank you so much, God, that healing is even possible, God. Mm -hmm. Um, Thank you so much that we have the good and the bad. And your word tells us in Ecclesiastes 7.14, on a good day, enjoy it. On a bad day, examine your conscience. God arranges for both so that we don't take anything for granted, Father God. And so I just thank you so much, Lord, for giving us this this opportunity to heal, but also for the wounds that got us here, Lord, because like Rissa, it it made us who we are in, Mm -hmm. in a way, Lord. And so I just thank you so much for allowing our efforts to heal, to be effective, Lord. Thank you so much that you're with us no matter what, that we're not doing this alone, that we have you, that we have each other, God. Um, And I just pray, Lord, that you be with all of us right now, Lord, um, for whatever it is that we're going to take on for the remainder of this week, Father God, that you give us strength and and that you allow us all to be brave enough to continue on these healing journeys lord um we love you so much and i pray all these things in your holy son jesus name amen amen so that's it for today that's it for today this has been good friend yeah yes so always remember to protect your peace and do you boo boo